episode of the Culture Cannon Podcast. I'm Brandon. You don't have to lean in. I'm Mark. My fault. <laughs> we're sharing a mic today because we're friends. Uh, no, we're actually not sharing a mic for that reason. Why don't you tell us the reason why we're because, sharing a mic? Because I came to record and I forgot my own mic. But tell us why we're recording here at my place. Because my computer's not cool enough and it uh, deleted our last save and that's why we're a month late. Yeah, tell, tell us why we're a month late. I just said why we're a month late. I literally said it in the last thing I just said. Welcome to the Culture Cannon Podcast. My name is Mark. And I'm Brandon. I've been drinking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is this is part two to the Mark episode that never happened because it got deleted off of his the, the stupid un, laptop. The unaired Mark episode. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was too hot for radio, <laughs> so he had to take it down. The much controversial episode. We had, to, we had to go ahead and rethink our life decisions after that. Nah, dude, I'm about to get racist. This is going to be the band yeah. episode. <laughs> Jeez, uh, so what's uh what's uh what's on our first topic list? Our first. Topic. I'll tell you what our first topic is. I have an announcement to make, Brandon. You know what that is? I uh, no, I don't. I can't read. That's crazy. You know what I am? Hard. Brown. Oh. <laughs> Both those things <laughs> make up who I am. But a third thing, I am also a musician, which is very little known about me, because uh I I I'm ashamed of my music. That's not true. <laughs> After you say you're a musician, I'm gonna insert the. Uh, you should insert the like the Disney Channel, you know. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> the fuck are you talking you know about? Tyra? No, um, it's like the laugh track for Disney Channel when something like spicy happens. They go, Ooh. like the audience, like the studio audience, like the fake. Never mind. I wanna. This joke has gone on too. Long. I'm gonna do things to myself later because of you. <laughs> um. What is wrong with you? As I was saying, I I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a musician at heart, and I recently released an EP on Spotify called "In Case I Die." Uh, so go check that out if you like or don't like music in general. You know what I'm talking about, bro? Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's got a it's got a vibes from a certified lover boy. It's got. You're such a hope. <laughs> it's got vibes from Donda. It's got it's got R&B vibes. It's got soul vibes. Um, it's got a little bit of hyper pop. It's got a. I don't even think the mic's picking that up. God damn it! <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the waves. Nothing's happening. Um, nah, but for real, it's it's a it's an EP emo post hardcore instrumental that I've written. With the last track uh, featuring a vocalist, Val Whitaker, that I really admire. What? Yeah. Uh, I worked with him uh, for a few songs before in the past. But go check that out. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, anywhere you can find music. Amazon Music, uh, LimeWire, um, fucking Pirate Bay. Uh, I might put it on SoundCloud. Napster. I <laughs> Pornhub, maybe. <laughs> Um, Your mom's bingo circle. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, go check that out. In case I die by Mark Garcia, because I want to dox myself. Mark, do you have a do you have a will and testament written? Do I have a will and testament written? Yeah. No, I think I'm too young to care. It's never too young to have a will and testament. I just said I'm too young. To I care. have one written. 
Do you actually? Yeah, do you want to know what it says? What does it say? Are you going to meme on me? What the fuck? <laughs> Why are you giving me that look? So listen. So what it says is, to whoever reads this, I've done, it's like a video message. Like Batman, like after he dies, it's a full video message. Are you being real or are you just lying to me? No, dude, this is for real. I sent it to Sydney the other day. <laughs> I, was, I was bored and drunk and I recorded my own death message. Oh, okay. I think she, I think she was worried. Um, <laughs> I, imagine just randomly getting that at 2 a.m. from your I, boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, basically all it says is uh, Hazel will be in the custody of Eric or Lee. <laughs> Probably Eric. What about, isn't Lee the actual owner? Technically, bro. That's lega that's legality stuff. We don't talk about that. Hmm. Anyways, uh, the Xbox goes to Lee <laughs> because technically he's part owner. The yeah. TV goes to Lee. It's fair. Uh, my Funko Pop collection. Who's that going to? It has to be Case, and one of them has to... One, Eric takes half and Lee takes half. I, I thought you were going to say you were going to take it to the grave with you. Bury my Funko Pops with me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting off topic. What's the... Uh, I know you recently watched a show, Mark. And you yes. really enjoyed it. What, well, what was the show? I watched a lot of shows. Uh, one of them one of them being Watchmen, dude. I finally watched Watchmen on the HBO hit movie Max. from Zack Snyder. I watched that one too before I watched the show. Actually, what's the difference, Mark? Well, I'll tell you the difference. Um, you got a lot of fucking in the movie. <laughs> I think that's what was missing from the show is that there just wasn't that much fucking. There was one scene of fucking. It's pretty hot. Some black on black love, bro. <laughs> we love to see it, bro. Um, well, I guess. What? No, finish your thought. Technically, he's white. <laughs> yes. What the fuck? Wait a minute. So it's interracial. I guess, because he's, he's every race, I guess. Yeah. There's a document had in sex scene, but he's not really document had, and he's a black guy. He forgot his memories. Spoilers ahead for the Watchmen TV show, by the way. Um, it's complicated. Anyway. That's, well... I guess that is a major spoiler. I don't know. That's a pretty major spoiler. I was about to say, a sex scene isn't really that much of a spoiler. No, I'm glad you said it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I want to talk about Watchmen the movie versus Watchmen the show. And I got a lot of questions for Watchmen the show. Okay. Because I only have reference of Watchmen from Watchmen the movie by Zack Schneider. Fuck you, you, you Zack Schneider. You read Watchmen, like the graphic, or you haven't read the graphic novel? No, I heard it, I heard the movie was pretty heavily like panel by panel shot at least like pretty close pretty close to the comics, but the message of the movie was it's, pretty far off from missed. Yeah. So here's the issue. So the Zack Snyder Watchmen movie. I'm gonna drink every time we say Zack Snyder. <laughs> oh my god. Conceptually, Zack Snyder's Watchmen movie is it's a Zack Snyder movie. Uh, Zack Snyder. <laughs> no, but uh, it's... So it's it's still... It's a superhero movie? Yes. And it's very much a superhero movie. And it shouldn't be. Because that's not really what the comic book... The comic... The comic is very anti-superhero. It's, it's, it's a satire. Of, like, everything that is wrong with superheroes. Yes. And Zack Snyder, instead of... I don't know, he doesn't capture, like, that cynicism? Like, that view... You know what he does capture? How cool it is to be a vigilante. How, how much, 
Owl Man fucks, dude. Exactly. He captures that. It's he he bros up the movie. That's how let's say Zack Snyder bros up the movie. Sure. Um, and it's there's a lot of like creative differences. Like the ending for the the ending for the movie is different than the ending for the graphic novel. Is it really? It is. So in the graphic novel, a giant squid interdimensional squid is dropped on New York City. So that's that's the part that confused me about the show mm-hmm. because I didn't know if this happened like after the ending of the movie or if it was supposed to be the so ending. So remember the, the nuke in the movie? Yeah. That is supposed to be a giant squid. Okay. So when that happens in the show, that is based directly on the graphic novel. Gotcha. That is what happens in the cuz the show, that's the difference between the show and the movie is the show is a direct sequel to the graphic novel. So it is based directly on qua- the graphic Quasimodo novel. or whatever what the fuck is his name? Mr. What's his name? What the fuck are you talking Quasimodo, about? the dude that's like, I gotta stop nukes by killing half of the population. He's like the Thanos of that universe. Ozymandias? Ozymandias. <laughs> Quasimodo. That's the hunchback. <laughs> yeah, Ozymandias. Th- that dude. So he drops his squid and he does actually end up stopping the nuclear yeah. war. Uh, Technically it works. Technically, but I mean, I mean, fucked. Like it's it's like it's a very Thanos situation. It's yeah, like a fucked way to go about what you're trying to do. Oh, yeah. He's the smartest man on the planet, and this is what he does. Everybody's just like, all right. I didn't understand why Doctor Manhattan couldn't eliminate nukes. He could do he could do so much like molecularly with particles or whatever. He didn't want to. He didn't want to. He didn't want to. Why? He just didn't care. Have you not heard? Like, that's the whole thing about Doctor. As he gets to a point where he's just like, this planet. I don't feel people. like it. He's, he's like, the human race sucks. They're going to destroy <laughs> themselves at one point. It's like Captain America. No, I don't think I will. No, I don't <laughs> think I will. Literally. Uh, but yeah. Also, the movie doesn't feel like a social commentary. The show is absolutely a social commentary. Like, from the first fucking scene in the, the show. The show, definitely, yeah. The show is dark as fuck. They talk about how cops aren't even cops if they wear masks. Yeah. Uh, which is a crazy plot point. A cra- uh, yeah, like, all the cops in this town, like, have to hide their identities by wearing masks. Yeah. Because there's, like, a racist KKK group that wears Rorschach's mask running around. That's also another thing that the movie never touched on was that Rorschach was kind of a white supremacist. Yes, Rorschach has super extremist, like supremacist views, and everybody's just like, like fuck. If you watch the movie and you don't actually like read the graphic novel, people like random frat was just like, Rorschach is just like Batman. <laughs> Except I don't know if he's like Batman. Like cool. I've literally have heard this conversation. He's more like Red Hood if Red Hood was racist. Yeah, true. <laughs> Red Hood was racist. <laughs> That's basically. Yeah, that's the thing is he makes all these characters cool and they're not meant to be cool. They're meant yeah. to be like bad. Like they're not. Yeah. They're trying to. It's a. It's a warning. Like it's just like these superhero stories are dangerous. Like yeah. these aren't good superheroes. No, but none of these people are good. They suck. I think the only thing alluding to Rorschach being a racist in uh in uh in the movie was Osmandy is just randomly saying in the line, you know, he's like a Nazi, right? And then they just skip over that. <laughs> That's the only thing. Like, That's the only thing I remember from the movie that kind of alludes to him being a racist, but then nothing ever comes Yeah, because Ozzy Man is the smartest man. He's like, yeah, he's kind of, uh, he's kind of unhinged. He's kind we of like, we also don't see a lot of the Rorschach notes past, like, what happens in the movie. So, because apparently the Rorschach notes are supposed to note, like, what he actually thinks. Yeah. But we Rorschach's don't... Rorschach's journal. <laughs> All we see is him, like, trying to solve 
the fucking murders or the hits going on against the Watchmen or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, that's my big thing on the movie is that the show is much better because it is a direct sequel um, to the comic book. Yeah. And it catches the point. It gets the point correct. Yeah, the show was very addicting to watch. Like, after episode one, I was just hooked on it. And it, like, makes you think. Like, yeah. a lot of the shit, you're like, oh, wow, this is, like, this is... Ha-. Like, they're talking about... They're not talking about, like, light topics. Like, every every topic is a gray area. There's no right or wrong answer, Is I think, is pretty much the point of Watchmen. Not about all that. What? I don't know about all that. Well, there's a pretty clear, and one of the top, they talk about just racism blatantly. They're, they're pretty clear about Okay. That's I, will, I will say there is a black and white on that one. <laughs> there's, a, there's a very right and wrong side to that one. But Everything else I understand. The, yeah. The vigilante things, but the, the a core a core theme of the show is racism and yeah. like just the unjust like system that it's built on. And, uh,. It very much is just like, yikes. <laughs> but it, t- it touches on heavy topics and does it properly. And it leaves you, like, asking questions, actually thinking about the show, as to where you could just walk to Zack Snyder's movie and be like, <laughs> he got beat up. Like, yes. Yeah. I was kind of dissatisfied with the death of, like, the, the Rorschach members. Like, you know, the top tier. Because they kind of they kind of didn't give a shit that they were going to die. And that was like, come on, mate. Just, I was like, come on, bro. Just feel bad or something, so yeah. I can feel good about you dying. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking racist. Um, but thinking about it this way, if you guys haven't watched the show, go watch it. It's on HBO Max. Uh, if you want a line that'll make you want to watch the show, racist Southerners want to become the next Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, that is literally like a good plot point for the entire show. Go check it out if you haven't already. It's fantastic. I also like how it brought back. Okay. Did Owl die? Like, during the comics? I'll be honest, I don't remember. Because he is... Everybody... Everybody from the original Watchmen is either referenced or in the show. Except for Night Owl, whatever he is. I know Rorschach fucking died in the movie, so, like... And in the comics, so, like, he wasn't gonna come back. But, like, from my knowledge, like, Night Owl <laughs> survived, like, everything. But... Um, what what's her name? Miss Miss Lady. What's her name? Scarlet. Uh, or not Scarlet. Silk Spectre. Silk Spectre. She doesn't. She doesn't bring him up at all. Like during the entire show, even though like was her romance like just in the movie or was that in a? I mean that's that's in the comic book as well. Like it's it's a real romance. Cause she only she only seems fixated on Doctor Manhattan still, and then she never brings up like Night Owl love ever again. But she fell in love with Night Owl. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But no one no one mentions him. Osmandius doesn't fucking mention him. Doctor Manhattan doesn't mention him. Like I don't know if he fucking died or something, but or maybe he was like kind of a a small reference. I don't know. He never came up, and that kind of bothered me because he was kind of the main character for the movie. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, so I looked it up. Okay. By the way, uh, if I start slurring, it's because I started drinking uh, Jack Daniels whiskey with uh, warm Pepsi to chase it down. Nothing like... This podcast is sponsored by Pepsi. No, we can't mm, legally say that. Nothing like, <laughs> <laughs> nothing like a warm Pepsi. 
We can't legally say that, and I also don't like Pepsi that much. This is just the only thing I have. You're right. Drink Coke with your Jack Daniels. I will agree to that. Like a real brother. I will agree to that. Jack and Cokes are my favorite drinks, dude. It also gets me kind of horny. Yeah. Doesn't say he dies. They don't mention him at all. Like, he kind of just disappeared. Which I feel would be weird, right? Like, he wouldn't just disappear out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, he probably... Because Silk Spectre, like, from, from, what, it's, from what it seems like, he mass-produced his uh, technology. Like... I was... Yeah, I forget. He... Because his, uh, his Archie was the blueprint of the mm -hmm. police force uh, airships. Yeah. But then he's never mentioned. Yeah, I think it's... Except for that point when Silk Spectre says, like, they used his blueprints and yeah. that was it. If you guys listen to this and you guys know more about Watchmen than we do, please let us know. Add us at Culture Cannon on Twitter. Hashtag where's Night Owl. Is that his name? Yeah. Hashtag where's Night Owl. Just let us know. At Culture Cannon. We make mistakes. We don't know everything. Let us know, please. Where is he? Where's he at? <laughs> I'm going to start a manhunt for him. Manhunt for Night Owl. It's <laughs> a whole Twitter campaign. <laughs> No, but I just thought it was weird. I also thought it was weird that Silk Spectre turned into, like, went into the FBI to chase down. Because he said the show is its own story, right? Mm -hmm. Like, the comics are just ended at the squid thing, right? I believe that's the last part of the comic. I, I mean, the comic ends with Rorschach's journal getting turned in or something like that. Yes. Which exposes, like, Osmandius, his plans. But it doesn't expose his plan to drop a squid? Or does that happen in the comics? Where or if you know. ask me a lot of questions. I haven't read the Watchmen comic in a very long time. Okay. I have no idea. I'm kind of interested in reading them myself Read now. it, and we'll get back to this, because I have no idea. <laughs> I don't want to give you wrong information. The internet hates wrong information. But I thought it was interesting, the Silk Spectre, like... Well, again, this is from the movie, where, like, they were, they were so happy to go back as heroes, and then in the show... She goes into the FBI to chase down vigil vigilantes like herself. Which I which is a cool premise. It's just very weird. I'm Morty. But yeah, that's all I have to say about Watchmen, I think. But did you um, like it? I really love the show. And I still like the movie, despite a lot of Zack Snyder things. It is a good that movie. Plague it. It's a good movie. It just yeah. misses the point of the graphic novel. Which is, it's an interpretation. Uh, what other movie came out that you really, really liked? Yo! Um... Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Um, James Gunn said, fuck the, fuck the old. This is the Suicide no Squad. No subtitle, no Suicide Squad 2. No, this is this the, is the one you're supposed to watch. This is the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Uh... No Jared Leto as the Joker. No, no. If you can't already tell, we really like he, this. He movie. could stay in American Psycho. Keep him away from Joker. Um, we really like this movie. It was really fun to watch. It was a good movie. It was a fun. It was funny. It was good enough that the I watched it like was three amazing. times. The action is fantastic. Oh we yeah. Get, I think James Gunn. This is one of the things I was talking to some friends about. Uh, James Gunn does a really good job of taking like these lesser known characters and making them. Making you care about them. Yeah. Like, I think I cared I cared more about the characters uh, in this movie than I did about any one character in the first Suicide Squad. Mm -hmm. uh, aside from Harley Quinn, but Harley Quinn was already kind of established yeah. to be likable anyways. Um, so it's kind of hard to mess that up. Unless you completely change your character in general. Yeah. 
Um, but it was good. Uh, what are some brand new breakout characters that you really like? Paradox Man. Paradox Man? Polka-Dot Man? Polka, polka dot Man. <laughs> Paradox a, Man. He was a really fun character. We're making, out, making up villains now. <laughs> he was a really fun character. I really like his intro. Uh, where he, You told me it was Calendar Man mm-hmm. that, that actually made fun of him in prison. Where uh, Polka-Dot Man is introduced... And then Calendar Man is like, hey, uh, hey, Polka Dot Man, why don't you show up to my kid's birthday, you fucking pussy? <laughs> so I was like, yo, why do you get so mad? It's such a crazy fucking, from fucking Calendar Man. <laughs> <laughs> like a dude that only attacks on holidays, oh like, he's getting shit. Calendar Man. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. I thought that was a really fun introduction scene. Yeah, no, a lot of these characters get really cool. Like the, I like the Suicide Squad like formatting for introducing their characters. I think it's funny. Yeah, like um, like the voiceovers and stuff. I think it's really neat. Yeah, um, definitely. We get a couple of characters that you're just like, this is great. They fix a lot of characters. Let's talk about that. Oh so, yeah, so they, they fixed Rick. They fixed Rick. They fixed Rick Flag. He's actually a likable character. He's a likable character. <laughs> he for, they, he they, forgot all about his wife. He forgot all about his wife. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> uh, but they fixed him. Um, in the first Suicide Squad, he looked like some random ROTC kid. Yeah. Gets mixed <laughs> exactly. up. Um, and, and the second one, he's a total... He's ready to suck dick for the American flag, bro. He's ready to do everything. Suck dick for the... That's Peacemaker, goofball. Uh, Peacemaker too, bro. <laughs> True. John Cena does a great job as Peacemaker. But Rick Flag, uh, Joel Kinnaman, does a great job. Yeah, I'm really happy with his. It's it's like a, he's a himbo. Like he's like, he's kind of just like come on. Like he's like the parent. Yeah, and he's just like come on, you guys really. <laughs> no, it was really fun to see him this time. Uh, he didn't act like a huge pussy like he did in the first movie. Mm-hmm. It was like you can't fucking take down my wife, dude. That's my wife, dude. She may be the devil, but come on, dude. Come on, man. Uh, and then. Another thing that James Gunn does really well for these movies is he creates a fantastic dynamic between the characters where you care about their friendships. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, Bloodsport and Rick Flagg know each other. Like, they fought in wars together. So they know each other whenever the movie starts. And you can kind of see that camaraderie, like, when they talk about stuff. Just kind of that, that mutual respect that they have for each other. And it's good. Like, yeah, all, be- all these interactions are good. Harley Quinn has a good friendship. She knows Boomerang. In the beginning of the, Captain Boomerang in the beginning of the movie, like so I guess, yeah. and then she knows Rick Flag, like she she considers him a friend. That that brings up another good point, is that in Suicide spoilers Squad, ahead for the Suicide Squad, by the way. Oh yeah, we're gonna spoil some shit. Uh, in this Suicide Squad, people actually fucking die. People die, like in the comics, like in the fucking animated movie, like in the name of the fucking group. It's not just one person whose name is Slipknot and his power is to climb things and he's the only death in the movie. Gets tricked into dying by fucking Captain Boomerang like an idiot. Yeah. It's not just one fucking... That's such a... That was the only death in that whole fucking movie. No other people died in a Suicide Squad movie. Joker died, bro. He didn't die. He died. Air quotation. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's nice. Like, the first five minutes of the movie, we get everybody. The entire, like, A-team, besides Harley Quinn and Rick Flag, die. Yeah. And but, it's just fucking... Who are your top three characters in this new Suicide Squad movie? Ratcatcher, 
Let's talk about Ratcatcher 2.0 because it's the daughter of the original Ratcatcher. Played by Taika Waititi in the movie, which is a fun little cameo that I was like, oh. Which is crazy because Ratcatcher actually isn't in the U.S., so Batman's never faced Ratcatcher oh. uh, until probably, well, we'll see if Ratcatcher 2.0 comes in the crosshairs yeah. in Gotham. I don't know if she ever went to Gotham. I don't know. She doesn't seem like a Gotham villain. Yeah. She doesn't even seem like a villain at all. No. She's, so she's it, very misunderstood. That's a, that's like... another thing. A lot of these prisoners aren't even just like goofy-ass villains anymore. Mm. Like, they're just... They're prisoners with random abilities. <laughs> they're kind of like... They're metahumans, I think, is what they call them. Yeah. I mean, some of them are metahumans. Some of them are just fucking mercenaries with cool shit. Yeah. Like Bloodsport. Peacemaker. Peacemaker, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the the lore that uh, Lee told us from comic book Peacemaker, mm-hmm. where apparently his helmet is the souls. No, of... he thinks that the souls they're they're not actually there. Oh, he they're thinks not there? that the souls from the people that he kills lives inside of his helmet, and they cheer him on. Yeah, <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> he's fucking unhinged. <laughs> I, I wish I wish they alluded to like that type of lore in the movie because like talking into his head. Because I don't I don't think he mentions anything about his helmet no. other than he just likes to. Wear it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's really crazy. Um, I like... I gotta put fucking Weasel up there just because he's like... He's such a different counterpart from his comic book version. Like, his comic book version is more of a werewolf. Yeah. And in this one, he's he's just like a fucking human... A humanoid weasel. anthropomorphic weasel. It's fucking he's literally disgusting. an anamorph, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like an anamorph got caught midway through their transformation. <laughs> I don't even think he has powers. He's just kind of like... just a, a giant weasel. Yeah. It's disgusting. So I don't know why they sent him on this mission. Because they didn't even know if he understood the mission. He's a giant weasel with the fucking brain of like a toddler. He has the same eyes as uh, Peter Davidson. P- Peter. Is that his name? Pete. Pete Davidson. Do you think it's short for Peter? Maybe. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> he has the same eyes as Pete Davidson. But... Um, I also like seeing Pete Davidson as the first one to go. He's my least favorite person uh, when it comes to comedy. Do you see this on TikTok where you see just a bunch of SNL clips of Pete Davidson? Do you see that too? I don't see that, no. I see it all the time, and I'm thinking to myself, who thinks this is funny? Who thinks Pete Davidson is funny? Who thinks SNL is funny? Oh my god. And then I get mad, and all I see is red. I think it's funny when you get angry. Well, this this type of stuff pisses me off, dude. I don't know why, why it triggers me, but seeing like um, millennials or Gen Z pretend that SNL is funny, it wasn't even funny when I grew up watching it. So I don't understand why it's on TikTok now. Anyways, that's my Pete David rant. <laughs> I, I like seeing him die. <laughs> it was that I asked you your favorite characters were. Oh, and that's what you just told me. Ratcatcher 2.0. <laughs> She's also very cute. I gotta mention that. I have a huge crush on her. She's very cute. Yeah. Um, what's another? Polka Dot Man. I really love Polka Dot Man. He's just so fucking unhinged. Every person he sees that he wants to kill, it looks like his mom. Yeah. That's his backstory really for this up movie. Mommy issues. <laughs> so, like he sees his mom everywhere. So apparently his mom was a scientist at Star Labs and she wanted superhero kids. Uh, all the rest of his siblings died during the experiments, and he was the only one that lived with, uh, with, uh, interdimensional bacteria that eats anything alive, which is his polka dots. He shoots polka dots that are interdimensional bacteria. 
or viruses. One of those things that eats, that just eats anything alive. Um, so that's a really cool lore. Because I can imagine his comic book lore is just he fucking shoots polka dots and that's it. <laughs> I don't think they went in yeah, depth with that. I think that's about that. it, yeah. Honestly. Um, what's the third one? Uh, I guess my third one would have to be Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Because he, he was just the coolest. Yeah. His costume was really cool. His costume is fucking amazing. I dude. haven't seen his comic book costume. I don't know if it's accurate. It's, it's pretty similar. Oh, okay. it's like almost exactly accurate, actually. Gotcha. Well, at least his new like uh, rebooted costume is. Yeah. His older costume is literally just like some black dude with like a red bandana. And, like, what's his What's his meta human ability? Face. Just to have like different types of animals. Doesn't have one. Oh. Um, in the movie, it's his suit, which is just like a mechanical suit that has a bunch of tricks. Yeah. In the comic books. Uh, he has access to an interdimensional arsenal. That's what I saw. He he has a portal that yeah, he, he can just pull random guns from. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what he does. He's just, oh. So yeah. like right now in the comic books, uh, you guys you guys should be checking out the comic books as well. The new Suicide Squad titles are pretty great. Uh, right now he's literally going through the multiverse and like, like just picking up different people. Like he gets into a fight with fucking Ultraman from Earth 3. <laughs> Ultraman, what the fuck? Um, so Ultraman, Earth Three is the crime syndicate. So everybody, every villain is good, every superhero is bad. So Ultraman is their universe is Superman. Mm. He's a dick. Yo, uh, that's the universe that Owlman comes from. Owlman, Night Owl? Nope. Owlman, different guy, psychopath, fucking crazy. He's <laughs> he's evil Batman. He's like actually insane. <laughs> oh, he's the antithesis basically. Yes. Yo. Kind of a prick. Uh, but yeah. Really good. I think my top three are probably... I really like Bloodsport. His costume. Idris Elba does a great job with the character. I think it's fantastic. Idris Elba is a really good actor. I think my top three are... Was he in Invincible? No. He wasn't He wasn't he was a voice not, in there? He was not a voice actor in Invincible. What am I thinking? I think you're thinking of Marshal Ali. Who did Marshal Ali play? He played a Titan. A rock guy. I am thinking of him. But, uh... Isn't Idris Elba going to be in something else? He's going to be... Yeah, Idris Elba has been confirmed to play Knuckles in the Sonic the Hedgehog. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. It's going to be great. It's going to be good. But, uh... Sonic movie. But, yeah, definitely Bloodsport is one of them. I really like Bloodsport. I liked Rick Flag. I don't know if I put him in my top three. He's very cool. Um, he redeemed and, himself, but I don't know if I put him in top three yeah, still. And somebody I love to hate. Peacemaker. <laughs> I fucking hate Peacemaker. Yeah. But I think that's the point of the character. It he, is, yeah. Is he's a mega fucking douchebag. Yeah. But he's really dope. <laughs> <laughs> like, his killing and stuff, cool as fuck. But he's also a fucking prick. What's his power? He's just real, really well trained. Okay. Because, like, <laughs> the only thing he mentioned that was... That was, a. Uh... That's it. He's, like, he's a mercenary. Like, Bloodsport. He's just really well trained. The only thing he mentions uh, that's significant is that he uses small bullets, and I was like, okay. His, uh, I... In the comics, his dad was a ex-Nazi who he watched kill himself, and that kind of fucked him up for the rest of his life. Yo, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Peacemaker definitely made up the list. I really like Ratcatcher. I think she's cool, but my third spot is probably Weasel. I... Weasel was in the movie for like five minutes. Yeah, but like he's really he makes me. an impact. He's yeah. funny. Uh, but I'll actually give my th third spot 
Harley Quinn. I was about to say, I, I, I didn't want to put Harley Quinn up there just because I like her just from default. I like her character in general. She's great. But, like, um, I think this, I think Margot Robbie is, like, a perfect casting for Harley Quinn. Like, yeah, she does, she does such a, a good job. Uh, so, yeah, definitely Bloodsport, Peacemaker, Harley Quinn. No meta humans for me. Honorable mentions to uh, the Nawe, King Shark. I think he's fantastic. I can't believe they got Sylvester Stallone to play a fucking shark. I still think that's fucking hilarious. I still thought it would have been funny if they got the dude from the Harley Quinn show. Mm-hmm. Ron Funches. Yeah. yeah, Ron Funches to play. That would have been fucking hilarious. <laughs> I would have been there for that. But yeah, great character work. Um, can we talk for a sec about something that I was like, they really fucking did that? What? They gave the Suicide Squad a Justice League level villain. Bro, I was, was going to bring up. Not even the Justice League have had a significant impact on, on like, fighting, on, like, saving the Earth as much as Suicide Squad has. Yeah. Like, two times Suicide Squad has saved the Earth, and Justice League has done nothing but fight with each other. That's not true. They stopped Steppenwolf. The fucking, you Who? know. Steppenwolf. Have you not seen Justice League? I didn't watch the whole thing. Is it the Zack Snyder? I mean, it's in the normal Justice League movie that came out. No, I just remember Batman killed Superman, and, like, <laughs> they were doing that whole thing, and Suicide Squad's out here saving the world. <laughs> so, in Justice League, they do save the world, but I, I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, Straight up, like, Starro. Like, Starro. Starro's, like, an actual villain. Like, it's an actual, like, like world-conquering level threat. Yeah. <laughs> like, Starro's, like, that's, like, an actual problem. And the Suicide Squad, they give them to the Suicide Squad. Yeah. And that kind of shows just how much faith DC had in fucking James Gunn. Just be like, fuck it, do it. <laughs> we give you the keys, man. Go for it. Go crazy. That's crazy. I want to... Like, I how good was his pitch that they were just like... Okay. I can't imagine the, the, the cinematic universe where Batman's seen on TV after freshly killing, like, Superman <laughs> and his own team. And he's watching the Suicide Squad save the world as he's <laughs> he's just sitting in his mansion. Honestly, can you imagine like Superman just like at home, and they're just like, um, yeah. So this random group of mercenaries, like Batman's all, he's like, Wally, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> but Batman tried to shut him down. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just I thought that was insane. I was like, that's, I wasn't expecting Star. I was like, that's kind of cool. That is really crazy. Because yeah. I thought it was gonna be. Because I was like, how are they gonna like? Is it just gonna be them like destabilizing a government? Absolutely not. That's what I thought it was going to be at first. I was like, oh, this is going to be... Yeah. I mean, all right. Star was a crazy one. But Star... We haven't even seen Starro in the movies either. No! We haven't seen Starro anywhere. He's literally <laughs> just a comic book villain that's so, like, fucking outworldly. Exactly. <laughs> they just don't keep him in the movies. So, that, I thought that was amazing. But yeah. Definitely Zack Snyder's... Zack Snyder's Suicide Squad. I don't want to see that movie. <laughs> that sounds... Actually... No. I think Zack Snyder would make a horrible Suicide Squad movie. I think it would let him bro out just enough where it could probably be good. No, Justice League is, like, that inflated his ego way too much. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to touch it on the DC property. Uh, but James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, fantastic movie. Go check it out if you haven't seen it already. Yeah, it was a great movie. And then we're going to be switching gears over to Marvel. Yeah. Uh, the new episodes of What If have come out. Uh, we've got... Two episodes to talk about today. First up, we have an Avengers murder mystery. Yeah, that one was crazy. That was pretty crazy. So we it, we're focusing on Nick Fury and Black Widow and first, and it, it's it picks up right when they go to ask Tony Stark to join the Avengers a second yes. time. Um, so they're at. Would Randy, that be the end of Iron Man one or it's the start of? 
I think it's Avengers. the beginning of Iron Man 2. Okay. Um, but they go to they go to Randy's Donuts, you know, the famous donut shop in LA. Yeah. Um, so they go to they go to Randy's Donuts, and instead of you know recruiting Iron Man, uh, he's dead. Yeah. He dies. Um, we discover that Iron Man gets poisoned, and he fucking dies right there. Yeah. Uh, and then Black Widow's blamed. She's being framed for this whole thing. And then right after that, we have... Who goes second? I think we see Thor get killed. Thor gets killed because this is the beginning of, like... I'm assuming it's Thor movie. I, know, it is, I don't it remember. Is. Okay, yeah. Movie. Where he has to pick up his hammer from a shield facility. And Hawkeye's about to take the shot. And then he misfires and it kills Thor. Which... Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I don't believe that Arrow killing Thor at all. He doesn't have his powers. Oh, he doesn't. No. In Thor, in the Thor movie. In the Thor movie, after um, Odin banishes him from uh, Asgard and takes away the hammer, he yeah. takes his powers. Until his I brother. didn't. I didn't know that then. I didn't know that either. I forgot. Okay. <laughs> I was very confused. I was like, did he just? I was about to say one arrow to I was the like, chest. Did Hawkeye just take up fucking Thor <laughs> with an arrow to the chest? <laughs> I was very confused, but yeah, that's that's why. Okay. Um, who's next to go? Is it Hulk? I don't think Hulk... Is Hulk next? I think... No. Hawkeye's next. Hawkeye is next. Hawkeye... He's killed in the prison cell yeah, after misfiring. Um, he just dies in a cell. Yeah. So, we're, we're literally all the Avengers are getting picked off. Cap hasn't been found yet. Uh, but the Avengers are getting picked off one by one. Yeah. Uh, after Thor dies, Loki shows up to get revenge. He threatens the Earth. Yeah. It's it's really cool, honestly. I was like, this is really interesting. Um, Hulk dies, and how did you feel about Hulk's death? It was weird. Because <laughs> he, he essentially blew up. Yeah, so it's weird when you watch it the first time, and then when you see... I understood it. I was like, okay, I'm not enough of, like... I don't understand biology enough to actually know if that's proper or not. But it's also, you know, a comic book. <laughs> I still don't understand, so you might have to explain it to so, me. So uh, he enlarged his heart. And that it, it can cause a, a slew of medical issues, like an enlarged heart. So I see where they're coming from here. Like his heart got too big for his body, and then they should have just given him a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they didn't need to do the whole his whole body. Yeah, like, he, blew like, he, up. he really could have just gone in and like he could have just gone to the Hulk's brain and just like fucked up like something. Yeah, I just that was weird. It would have been a lot easier. Could have just oh. gone to Banner's brain and fucked something up. He chose that's, not. That's true. He chose not to. So I was like, alright, whatever. Well, I guess he needed it to make it look like somebody shot at him. True. Uh, and then, at the end, uh, we it's revealed that it is Hank Pym, who has been murdering the Avengers. The original uh, Ant-Man. Exactly, because in this universe, Hope Van Dyme, which is Hank's daughter, obviously, who is the Wasp in the MCU universe. See, I heard that name and I thought it was Ghost. Like the ghost character. No, I thought it was the mom at first. Cause I forgot. I got the names mixed up. Yeah. Uh, but it's hope in this universe she wants to be like her mom, so she joins the. She goes on a mission for Shield and she dies. Mm -hmm. And so Hank blames Fury, and so he starts taking out the Avengers. We yeah, we don't even know what the mission is. We just know it has to do with like bringing back her mom. Mm -hmm. Probably something have to do with like. So she's probably not even dead. Yeah. <laughs> she's probably just in the microverse or whatever it's called. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But we see that he's, because we, we were told in the Ant-Man movie that the more you use the pin particles, the more dangerous they become. They make you unstable. Yeah. Because they were, they're untested. So, in the original version, so this Hank Pym is unfucking hinged. 
The guy's oh, crazy. Okay. That makes more sense. And he looks crazy. Like, yeah. He looks like, because he's been using the Pym particles willy-nilly. Um, and so he's he looks fucking insane. Um, and then we discover that he's the one that's been taken out the Avengers and we get this cool scene where Loki's impersonating Nick Fury so they can catch the murderer of Thor and then fucking Loki ends up taking over Earth anyway yeah like a dick I saw that coming <laughs> um and then so Fury forms a new Avengers and he he wakes up Captain America he calls on Captain Marvel and then the, that's where it ends and it's a real I thought it was a cool ending I was like okay I'm curious to see if they'll do a part two to that certain episode because I would like to see what the rest of the new what Avengers in that universe? Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, and then the in last week's episode, we get one of the most depressing episodes so far. So far, yeah. Yeah. So um, it's a Doctor Strange focused episode. In this universe, Christine was in the car with Doctor Strange whenever he got into that accident and lost his hands. Yes. And Instead, Christine dies. Yeah. And so things play out the same way that they do in the movie. Uh, he. He gets real sad. He goes, discovers mysticism, becomes the sort defeats Dormammu. Except in this universe, he um, tries to get powerful to bring Christine back. Yes, yeah, so he, he tries to manipulate time. Yeah, and so he goes to find the books of Cagliostro, like this lost library, and he spends like, like thousands, like like a long time there. Like it's a long time. Like he spends thousands of years there. Yeah. Um, absorbing monsters throughout the multiverse. Yeah. Uh, to become more powerful, to at bring first, back Christine. At first, at first, I thought he was gonna like absorb humans. And I was like, "Yo, this is gonna get really dark really quick." But it was just monsters. And I was like, "Ah." Oh. <laughs> like, the visual is really cool for that. It like, is. Yeah, he was absorbing the monsters. I was like, "That was cool." Because he started like like taking on characteristics of each monster. Yes. Um. So we get a lot of cool stuff. He starts absorbing these monsters, and the motherfucker gets so strong, and he tries to bring back Christine. He fucking destroys the universe. Yeah. Like he, like his, his whole universe gets destroyed. Like they're like, like this universe no longer exists because he did this. Yeah. Like he breaks the universe. Even the, even the watcher. The watcher gets involved for the first time in the show, and he's yes. just like, "You fucked this up, man." Yeah. He basically, he's <laughs> like, "Bro, I try to tell you." He's like, uh, "That's on you, homie." Like everybody told you this was gonna happen. He's what did like, you think? He's like, "My fault, dog. I can't do this." <laughs> So the Watcher is just, uh... and then Doctor Strange pleads to the Watcher, "Please, you got to do something to fix this." And the Watcher's like, "Dude, I just watched you mess up the universe trying to fix the exact same thing you're asking me to do." Yeah, like no, I'm I, not gonna get involved. Like, you fucked <laughs> this one up, man. I hate to break it to you. Like the Watcher's very straight up. He's just like, "I can't interfere, even though I wanted to." Like, yeah, like you goofed. And he and we hear the Watcher like talking in the show, and he's just like, "I could stop him, but I don't even think he'd listen to me." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, the watch is very straight. He's just like, I could I could try to stop this guy, but I don't think he's going to even fucking listen to me. So what's the point? Yeah. Uh, it's just really sad. Like, there's no, like, comedic beats. I guess there's some between Wong and, like, Doctor Strange at one point. But I, even that, like, it's just, like, really... And then it's just sad. Just it's, sad, sad. It's, sad. A, it's a very bleak episode because it has a very bleak and ending. And you think that's a very bleak episode? Next week, we get the What If Zombies episode. Yeah, is that going to take straight from the Zombies comics? I hope so. It probably won't be as brutal, because those are... It definitely won't be brutal, because those fucking are, Disney. Those are brutal. No, they, like, those they are, are. Those are really brutal. I've seen the death scenes for, like, Spider-Man's mm -hmm. universe, and that is, like, very heart-wrenching to see. I have... You know what? I have a question for you. Speaking of the Doctor Strange episode. What's up? It's a running... It's this big, big thing. People are going back and forth about it. 
how Doctor Strange and Wanda Wanda's more powerful than Doctor Strange. It's 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 said in WandaVision. Like it's it is told to us that she is more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme, which is Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. Which I she fucking accidentally created three beings. Yeah. On accident. Without training. Yeah. Like that's like whole last life. I guess like, this bitch sneezed and three people showed up. I guess if she did learn to use her powers to her full full potential, she would be very strong. Yeah. Um. So I ask you, with the abilities that he gets from absorbing all those creatures, do you think he's power more powerful than Wanda? Uh, I don't think so. Cause she she knows, she knows. Well, I guess Doctor Strange also knows. It's very hard because they're kind of equal at that point. Mm-hmm. Because uh, she knows the spell, like, or what was it? It was like a hex or something that, that like, causes her opponent to not use spells, which she did on the fucking, the other witch. Yeah. Uh, which she learned from her to begin with. Uh, that was, but that was funny. <laughs> Doctor Strange also knows, like, uh, the fucking spell to put on himself to protect him from anything. See, and that's the thing. My thing is, if... So, it's if hard Wanda, to say. If Wanda, like, studies... If she if she studies, which it looks like she did at the end of Wandavision, Jeez. she started she started reading the book. <laughs> See, and that, yeah, that's like one of the most powerful books of magic like that exists in that universe. So if Wanda actually studies, bro, she can she can I, body Doctor Strange. Can body Doctor Strange. I'm glad we're in agreement with that one. Yeah, Wanda's strong. She's <laughs> like, very strong. Yeah, like like scary strong. Like I said, she sneezed and created three people. Also, you got she under- created Timmy and Tommy on accident. You gotta understand, she did this like. Since she was a kid. Yeah. So she's been learning this shit, like, since she was a kid. Doctor Strange barely like, learned this. subconsciously. Yeah. Doctor Strange barely learned this, like, a couple years, like, into his adulthood. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about that with you real fast. And then we got something we never thought we were going to get as Marvel fans, because it kept getting, like, we're fucking a couple months away from the movie. And we had Spider-Man 3! <laughs> exactly. The Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Yo. Finally, well, yes, teaser trailer. I don't know technically. Let me give you, let me give you guys a piece of, uh, of, 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 uh, of unnegative mark here. I almost cried at the end of the trailer for Spider-Man: Far No Way Home. Far No Way Home. I was, I was gonna say Far From Home. Spider-Man: Home Far Way Home. <laughs> I really wish they had different titles. Um, Spider-Man: No Way Home almost made me cry in my break room at work. Uh. Solely for seeing Dr. Octopus in Alfred, the movie, Alfred Molina's Dr. played by Octopus. Alfred Molina's, which is the Sam Raimi's Dr. Octopus from the original movies. Mm-hmm. And that almost made me cry. We see a pumpkin bomb from uh, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin. We don't know if it's Willem Dafoe. It's his laugh whenever the pumpkin bomb... Is it his laugh? It is his laugh. I didn't pay attention. Yeah. And then we... It's already... It, it would have been cooler if they brought the Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So they had different villains from all the different See, movies. See, that's the thing. There's rumor that Toby's going to show up, Andrew Garfield's going to show up, Charlie Cox is going to show up. There's rumor that Daredevil is going to be in the movie. I was about to say, because Spider-Man does have to be proven uh, innocent at the beginning of the movie. They yeah. didn't They didn't show anything about him getting a lawyer, but they I, like his entire school knows, but he's not in prison. Exactly. So if I see, if I see Daredevil from Netflix... I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna cry. Fucking lose my mind. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna lose it. Um, but there's also rumors that there's gonna be more villains. So Jamie Foxx is confirmed to be in it. 
from uh, Andrew Garfield universe as Electro, so he's coming back. I didn't know he was Electro in that universe. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch... Was he in Amazing Spider-Man 2? Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't watch that one. Really? I, I mean, watched Amazing not... Spider-Man 1, and I was like, I don't like this. Shut up. Um, <laughs> I, won't, I won't take the Andrew Garfield slander. Not here. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, but And then there's also rumor that Lizard and Sandman are going to show up. And Lizard was in the first Amazing Spider-Man movie. Yes. And then Sandman One of the main reasons in... I didn't like that movie. Oh, I thought that was... I'm glad we saw Lizard. I think he has a really close relationship with Peter. I feel like it's on the same level as the Doc Ock. I feel like his reason for being a villain and everything was stupid. Anyways, um, Sandman was pretty cool. <laughs> I do like Sandman. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Off camera. We just started an argument. No, I'm talking... We got another topic with that involved. Oh my gosh. But, um, uh, but yeah, so there's uh, there are rumors of other... But I do like, despite despite like my opinions of Amazing Spider-Man movie, I still want to see like different villains from the different universes or movies mm-hmm. series pop up because it's really cool to see them interact with each other because this fucking breaks all the copyright dumb shit that we have to deal with, which is the reason why we don't get that many Spider-Man yeah. movies in general. Um, It'd be cool if Venom showed up. That's that like would the, be that's cool. like that's like real wish list stuff. Yeah, that'd be really cool if Venom showed up. Venom was in the Sam Raimi, right? I mean, technically, yeah. But I mean, like, I'm mean talking like Tom Hardy's Venom. Oh, I mean, Tom Hardy's from the most recent Venom movie. Like, I want to see like Tom Hardy show up. Is that is that uh is that Sony? Sony. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Who knows? Well, like I said, Sam Raimi's Sony as well, so it it's a possibility. Yeah. Well, we mayhaps. I don't want to get my hopes up and then be crushed. Yeah, Sony and Disney have a shitty relationship, yeah. but <laughs> I think Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness is the one that I'm gonna be like, this is gonna be fucking buck wild. Yeah, that one. That's gonna be a wild fucking ride. That one's gonna be crazy. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on in this trailer. Uh, we get a lot of cool stuff. We get a couple glimpses of his new suit. Why is everybody arguing whether it's a uh, whether it's uh, Peter Parker or Doctor Strange's fault? I don't know why there has to be a fault. It's a fucking superhero story. It's pretty evident it's both of their fault. It's both of their fault. <laughs> I don't know why it has to be one or the other. Like, they both decided to do it together. Yeah, so I'm just like, you guys are weird. People find <laughs> weird arguments for things. Yeah, it was... I don't know, I didn't understand that. They're like, it's obviously Doctor Strange's fault. And I was like, what? Didn't, didn't Peter Parker want uh, this? And then we're fucking back to the god dang Mephisto... Oh, that's not really Doctor Strange. That's so out of character. Shut up. It's in the comics. Like he does it. Like like he like it's a part of the one more day storyline for Spider-Man. He literally goes to Doctor Strange to help him. Like this is an actual scene from the comics. It's not Mephisto. Stop not everything's Mephisto. What the fuck is Mephisto? Mephisto is the devil in fucking the Marvel universe. Oh, where he just like decepts people into turning into Basically, yeah. That's stupid. I'm just like, dude, what the <laughs> fuck? And you, I'm like, you guys fucking quit. Like, I'm, I'm tired. I get that you guys want to see, like, more comic book characters. Yeah, you say the same thing about Bloodsport. Like, Bloodsport wouldn't put Superman in the ICU, and that's directly from the comics. Yeah, I'm just like, I mean, so is, so is, so is the Mephisto storyline. Peter, the, Peter does make a deal with Mephisto in the comics. Who fucking cares, dude. It's one of the most, like, notorious. <laughs> like, people hate it. Whatever. Um, because it, not only, it, like, it makes MJ forget him and breaks off their marriage, and every, it's, it's a whole thing. Mm. Don't get Spider-Man fans riled up. I don't even want to. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Okay. Um, I'll read the comics and I'll get riled up with them. There you go. 
<laughs> then we can fight on, on, on air. Uh, but yeah, um, we get to see the new black suit. It looks like it's the one that's been rumored to be infused with magic from what we've seen. And like the toy lines and stuff like that that's been coming out. I haven't seen anything of that. I, so it's like it's like a suit that I guess Doctor Strange made for him. Oh, okay. Um, it's pretty interesting. It has like Doctor Strange like accents on the suit. Which kind of stressed me out, not going to lie. Because cool. the whole Iron Boy Jr. debate... Because that's a lot, why a lot of people don't like Tom Holland's Spider-Man is because the whole Iron Boy Jr. Like he like takes way too much from Tony Stark. I mean, which I I mean I understand. I guess, but I mean, I don't know. I like that. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind that because uh, Spider-Man doesn't have a father figure in general. Mm. Like Uncle Ben's gone. Like he doesn't have that anymore. Uh, they. I don't be on. They haven't even referenced Uncle Ben that much in on the, the MCU. Movies. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> they, uh, that's what I want more of that. I feel like I'm hoping. Uh, but I'm also yeah. interested to see him find out about his parents' death if he doesn't already know. I don't know if he knows at this point and just hasn't said anything. What are you talking about? His parents' death? His parents being dead? Yes. Yeah, he knows about his parents being dead. Well, that's not what I mean. I'm talking about like if like because weren't they weren't they agents or something in the comics? Oh, bro. That's what I'm talking about. That's not gonna happen in the MCU. It didn't even happen in the Sam Raimi movie. So. It happened in the Andrew Garfield version. Did it actually? It did. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a deleted scene. Um, his dad comes that back. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. Yes, it does. A deleted scene? Deleted scenes count. How? Because the director intended it to be in the movie originally and the studio cut it. That's a deleted scene. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I thought you meant like they just cut it out because they didn't want it. No, the studio okay. cut it because they thought it was too much. But canonically, in the in the Amazing Spider-Man, his dad comes back to his like he has a scene with his dead dad at his grave. Yeah, it's like revealed that he's an agent and everything. It's fucking crazy. That's kind of weird. If it has to be a ghost to do that, I don't understand why they cut that. Cause that's a that's maybe a. No, little I mean he's he's like lived through the plane crash. Cause it's I think it's in the Amazing Spider-Man two where they reveal that. Oh, so his dad lived. Yeah, his dad lived. Okay. And then he, like, comes back That's after all different. Years. I thought you meant, like, no, not like the an ghost. ghost. The ghost no. of his dad tells him, he, I'm an agent. Anyway, shit's wild. I, I'm sure they'll just stick with the MCU that his parents just died in, like, a car accident or some bullshit. Yeah, that's stupid. It makes... Yeah, I don't... <laughs> I hate the agent storyline. I think it's dumb. Like, I've, like people just experience tragedy. There doesn't have to be some big... Mm. Shit behind it. Uh... But yeah, to Spider-Man No Way Home, we're supposed to be getting another trailer before the movie drops, so hopefully. I kind of don't want to watch the next trailer because of it, I don't want it to spoil too much. True. Because um, I, mean, I feel like they already revealed a I, lot. I feel like Kevin Feige is, might not even drop another trailer. I'm going to be honest. I feel like he might literally... If they drop a trailer and I see, and I see Daredevil in it, I'm going to get mad. Because that definitely is something that you they might, should save. You might want to like go into your Twitter now and just like... Like, mute. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mute, mute Daredevil. Spider Man, no way mute home. Daredevil. That's what I did with Avengers Endgame. I muted all. I unmuted it like recently. I might, <laughs> I might have to do that because that's that's nothing I want to see. Because it's only gonna piss you off. Are, is Tell it, it. Is it already then? Yeah. No, we have more to talk about. Okay. No, we don't. <laughs> uh, I just want to say really quickly. I started watching Luke Cage. Oh, <laughs> how do you feel about Luke Cage, Mark? Okay, so let me let me talk. I know, like the first episode of this fucking podcast, I talked about Daredevil a lot. Because how how far are you in Luke Cage? I'm a, I think I'm five episodes in. Episodes, okay. Actually, I have a big issue with Luke Cage season one, and it's it's fantastic up until the end. 
Oh, okay. Well, we'll probably have to save your grievances until I watch it. I don't want to spoil it for you. Uh, We'll see it. So far, I like it. I like Luke Cage as a person. I like... Michael Coulter's a great Luke Cage. He really is. He's so cool. (laughs) I really like how he gets mad when everybody calls him the (laughs) N-word. He's like, bro. Like, don't call me that. Do you see an N-word here? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I, I mean, he's not talking about, like, white people. He's talking about, like, black people. No, he's black like, people calling him that. With, like, the N-word with an A. With the soft A, yeah. The soft A. Soft A. <laughs> not uh, the hard R, bro. We're yeah. talking about soft A. Soft A is only here, guys, okay? Um, yeah, no, he's he's great. Like, he's a likable character. Yeah. Like, you're just like, oh, this is cool. Uh, I, like see, I like seeing the Turk. No, that's... Fucking that scrubs. Scrubs. His name's not Turk. His name's like Kirk or something, like something along that. But the he, dude from Daredevil. He was in Daredevil yeah. and Punisher, because uh, I think Punisher spared him uh, for information. Yes. But I like seeing him there, and he's he's like, come on, man. He's like he's like trying to get his payment from Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth kills his like own person right in front of him. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna go back to Hell's Kitchen where it's safe. You're right. Turk. It's Turk. Yeah. His name's Turk. Um. He's like, I'm going to go back to Hell's Kitchen where it's safe. And then he gets his ass whooped by both Daredevil and Punisher. <laughs> In the first episode of Daredevil, he gets, fu- he gets like, fucked up by Daredevil. Yeah. Because he's fuck- he's he's human trafficking. He gets yeah. caught human trafficking. Daredevil's like, bro. He just beats the shit out of him. <laughs> that was cool to see him. He and keeps then... showing up. He's just like, bro, this sucks. <laughs> can't even go to Harlem. Fuck this shit. Um, the, the one thing I did love about that show is the hip-hop. The hip-hop aspects in that show are great. Yeah. And, like, every single episode, it does really well. Um, it does good. It's a good It's a good show. Yeah. The first season's really good. It's really like I said, it falls off at the end for me for so many reasons. I'll have to watch it until the end to figure out the what The MCU is. is a villain problem. I will say I already don't like Cottonmouth as a villain. That's insane. I love Cottonmouth. He's fantastic. He's a great villain. Oh. Was that not your problem? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I keep watching, and you will. Under, for the people that have seen Luke Cage, you guys already know what the fuck I'm talking about. Keep watching, and we will discuss. Finish this first season, and we will talk about it. Okay, I'll finish this first season. But so far, I'm having so much fun with it. It's good. It's really fun watching him. Uh, I don't. Does like Jack, sh- Jessica I don't, Jones I don't like come Shades. in? Shades is a weird character. He's a weird character because uh, Luke Cage could obviously whoop his ass, but mm-hmm. he chooses not to. Yeah. For whatever reason. Because I'd fuck up Shades. If I was Luke Cage, Shades would be fucked up. (laughs) Honestly, he fucked him up when he didn't have the bulletproof skin. Yeah, he fucked him up in jail. Yeah, (laughs) so I don't understand why he's so hesitant to take him on now. Fuck Shades. Um, Uh, But I don't know what his... I I still don't know much about Shades, because he really doesn't reveal anything other than he wears sunglasses. Just keep watching the show. Okay. Um, Also, the guy that plays Cottonmouth, he's going to be in the MCU again. Really? Yes. As Cottonmouth or no, as Blade. That is insane. That is the char- that was the, that is the actor who was cast as Blade. I can see that. Actually. Which is gonna be fucking. I dope. can actually see that. It's gonna be dope as hell. I'm so excited for that. That would be nice to see. Mar- that's uh, that's uh, that's Marshall Ali who plays Titan in Invincible. That is the really that is the guy. Yeah. Okay. That's really cool to hear. Um, I just hope that the he's Blade- a fantastic actor. He's really good. I just hope that the Blade they make is rated R, which I don't know. Mm-hmm. With Disney. That that's the thing with Disney. They don't like making rated art. I don't even think they have a rated art movie. No, nope. I mean I'm sure they can find a way around it. It's a thing. Uh, because there's yeah, some, but it's not gonna be as good. It's not gonna be as good. But there are some brutal. Especially you can get away with it when you're fighting vampires. I don't know. That's the thing. When you're fighting vampires, you can get away with crap like that. 
Was the original Blade rated R? Yes. Did With the uh, Wesley Snipes? It was definitely rated R. There was a lot of, like, sex and blood in it. Because the vampires were super horny with each other. That's very Um, But there was a lot of blood in it with uh, Blade. Because he not only had the stakes and the swords, he had, like, he had like shotguns and everything. True. <laughs> no, man, it was... <laughs> he, was, he was out for blood, dude. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, I think even if not, if we get a good director behind it, I think we get some cool fight scenes. But I'm not sure if they're going to do... That's the thing. That takes that's away... My, that's what I'm worried that about. That takes away a lot. That's what I'm worried about with Moon Knight. I don't know much about Moon Knight. Moon Knight is take. a historically brutal fucking character. Mm. And so if they do end up doing Moon Knight, it's going to have to be rated. Like R. It's going to have to be some kind of bonkers rating. If they, yeah. Unless they can try to get away with it. Because they're Disney. But even then, I don't want them to try to get away with it. I want them to... I want to see a Disney budget... Like, make a rated R movie. Like, they have enough money to take the loss, even if, like, it's not family-friendly. They're not going to. That's the problem. Like, I don't... Publicity-wise, as a company, they're not going to. I don't... It sucks. Like, I know... Because then you you see Deadpool, Mm -hmm. like, which was one of the first rated R superhero movies. Yeah. Like, I guess anti-hero movie. Because even Punisher back then wasn't rated R. It had... They had a sequel movie. There's so many Punisher movies. Yeah. There's the one with fucking Dolph Lundgren as Punisher. That's a really fucking old one. I still have never Thomas seen that one. Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane was my favorite, but Thomas they. Good. It was it was very censored mm-hmm. for how brutal the entire movie was. Because you see his whole family get hit, like yeah, like cousins, like step relatives, people married into his family, like they were wiped out in a family meeting, and it was so censored. Yeah. And it was really weird that they went that route, like, to make a PG-13. I agree. But then that. you see, like, stuff like Deadpool, uh, fucking Logan, that are rated R superhero movies, and they're still not, they see how successful it is, but they're still not gonna take the chance. I mean, we'll with see. Disney. We'll see. They might. We have no idea. That's why, like, I... I'm waiting to hear more about stuff like that. I wanna see, like, Punisher and Daredevil, like, come back, but, like, if it's under Disney, it's hard to, like... If they're gonna try to fight what type of characters they are, yeah. Because Daredevil's brutal, even if if he doesn't kill, <laughs> he's still really fucking brutal. I mean, he beats the shit, but I, but that's the thing is like we've seen Captain America beat the shit out of dudes. Like we've seen, we've saw the elevator scene in Winter Soldier. We've seen like that's a brutal fight. We've seen them break fucking U.S. agents back. Like we've seen some, <laughs> exactly, we've seen some fucked up fights. So I'm like, if they do, if they do it correctly, but I want them to go the extra step. They're not going to. Well, that's the problem. I'm going to say it. They're not going to. That's the problem. There's no dude. fucking way. Because they're gonna have. They're gonna eventually buy characters that do take that extra step, but they're not gonna make them take that extra Never. step. No, not at all. But that's gonna. That's, not even a little bit. That's gonna be weird. It's yes. gonna be off-putting. It's gonna be fucking weird. You're gonna be like, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what Disney has in the future. I'm hoping like, I'm hoping them buying all these characters pushes them to towards making adult-oriented content maybe because i feel i feel like the amount of money they're banking on from just the marvel series they're gonna have to take that extra step not to disappoint people and that's the thing i don't yeah i don't know that's 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 where it's a toss-up because i feel like no matter i think marvel thinks sometimes no matter what they do people are gonna watch it yeah they're not wrong that's yeah but that's (laughs) too cocky because then you have yeah fantastic four then you have fucking I guess Incredible Hulk wasn't that much of a success, right? Yeah, I mean, like, post-MCU. I mean, like, uh, like recent. 
like too big to fail <laughs> type shit. Well, that's what I'm I, saying. Then we're gonna get a repeat of like Fantastic Four, maybe, and all that shit. Uh, they're gonna get too cocky, and then they're gonna start losing sales because they don't know, they don't understand the characters, or they want to change the characters to fit them, to fit like what represents them more properly, which isn't gonna work. It's gonna be weird. I don't know. We'll see. And that's the thing. At the end of the day, Marvel's a brand, and that's a brand they have to follow. That's stupid. They, no, they, Disney. Disney. Mar Marvel, like they'll take they'll take risks. It's Disney that's uh, that has the last say. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, these these characters have to be used in promotions. They have to be used for merchandising. They have to be used for action figures. They need to be used for being showing up at the fucking Avengers campus. They need to be used for these things. But at the same time, they need to realize that they can still make a profit even if it's adult oriented. And that's that's what I think is what they're failing to see. It's kind of like a, uh, it's kind of like Nintendo, how they fail to see like video game competitions with their games mainly smash is good promotional material for their game but they'll still shut it down because they don't understand they don't understand their fan base you know what i'm talking I think about that's the big thing is just understanding the fan base yeah that's basically it and i don't think disney understands marvel's fan base and i think if they do more research i think they understand marvel's fan base fine yeah that's my thing i think that they can I get away with... i think disney knows i think they don't understand the star wars fan base but they, they understand Marvel's <laughs> fan base for they sure. They definitely don't understand with their, with their intellectual properties, I think they're focused on Marvel's. With the next couple months, with all these big hits that they have coming out. Yeah. But I feel like they're they, getting... Because they know their ticket. Spider-Man's their ticket. And everybody knows that Spider-Man's their ticket. They know what the fuck they're doing. I feel like they're getting too comfortable. Like, with still doing things the way they've been doing since, mm -hmm. like, Age of Ultron. Or fucking, I guess, the first Avengers movie. Like... They're too comfortable with still keeping that, like, playing it safe, you it's, know? There's a formula, for sure. Yeah. That's why I think James Gunn is so such a fresh director. Or Taika Waititi. Fresh directors. That's why I'm hoping... That bring new... That's why I think uh, Eternals will be something different. Because Chloe Zhao is... Uh, she just won a fucking Academy Award. She's a yeah. different director. She's not this action movie director. We're not getting another Russo Brothers movie. We're getting a Chloe Zhao movie. That's why I'm hoping, like, movies like Suicide Squad... Even Justice League. Uh, Deadpool. Fucking... Logan. Multiverse of Madness is coming it's sam raimi is it really sam raimi? he's directing multiverse he's directing the doctor strange movie i didn't know that that's yeah. really crazy <laughs> i was like that's good that's fucking cool that's yeah. great I i'm just hoping as far as disney to take more risks yeah, in I think terms that's... of like putting their like just letting their brand go into something different i think they understand that because i think they're taking more risk now later in the mcu they've made all their money yeah and at this point they understand that superhero fatigue is a thing People are going to get tired of the same thing. Yeah. Because superhero fatigue exists. I was getting it before <laughs> I watched Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi made me excited for the MCU again. Yeah. And now I'm just like, oh, this is they can do something fresh. They can do something new that I don't fucking hate. Even a risk they took was, uh, was Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Fucking Loki. That Loki, was... Loki was a risk. That could have that blown up in their face. That could have really sucked. Loki, whatever. But I'm talking about more about, like... Uh, like, with all the racial context. The social commentary for the movie. Yes. Like, that was a risk for Disney because they usually don't like to get involved with yeah. with uh, political sayings or anything. Even though they do it all the time. <laughs> Regardless if they like it or not. Because they don't want to take a side. But they yeah. Did, but they took a side, and that's good. And they, they got a lot of positive reviews. They got a lot of negative reviews, but that was 
from people that were mainly kind of racist, I'll be honest. (laughs) A lot of their points were not... I'm tired of woke. (laughs) I'm tired of seeing black people (laughs) in Disney. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, no, and that's, I mean, that's just, there's always gonna be people like that. Like, there's, I see on, on Twitter once a day, there's somebody that misses the point, and they're just like, I'm tired of this new woke reboot of some show, movie that they love. Like, yeah, but even despite that, they still paid for like Disney on, Plus to watch exactly, it. Exactly, like on Rocketeer, uh, like on uh, Twitter, I saw that the Rocketeer is getting a reboot from Disney. It's a Disney property. And somebody, was, <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. I'm talking about. Yes, I know what you're And gonna somebody say. was, somebody commented, and was like, I'm tired of Disney and their woke reboots. And somebody, fucking quoted their tweet was just like he literally fights nazis in the original <laughs> that's his whole character that's his entire character yeah. he fights nazis it's, it's it's like a 19 i think it's like 1930s hollywood and it he's was, like fighting nazis it was pretty much made as wartime propaganda yes <laughs> absolutely and yeah. i'm just like what the fuck are you talking about no that's but I think I'm I'm confident with the way the future is gonna go for the MCU. We'll uh, see. They have a I'm lot of exciting be... stuff. I think they I hope they do lean on their darker characters like Blade, Daredevil, not Daredevil. Well, yeah, Daredevil, Blade, Daredevil, yeah. Moon Knight. These these cool characters, like these characters are interesting, and we haven't seen a whole lot of them. Yeah. So we want to see more. And then we we still saw a success in the Netflix series, so I'm still surprised they didn't like run with that either. Well, which Netflix series? Defenders was still successful. Daredevil was successful, definitely. Defenders was not successful. Was it not? Defenders got shit on. I really like. Def- I release. I really like Defenders. Iron Fist got fucking demolished. All right, Iron Fist is not fair. Iron Fist because is garbage. Iron Fist as a character in general is just not good. So that's like that's not fair to put hey. that. Yeah. Like some rich kid learns the ways Iron Fist, of the ancient. Iron Fist needed a fucking Luke Cage to make his solo title survive. I only liked Iron Fist because he interacted with Luke Cage in Defenders. Cool. He's cool with Luke Cage. Yeah. I'm like, that's a cool duo. They're neat. Like, yeah. his best friend is just this little skinny dude, knows this little skinny white kid that knows martial arts. Yeah. It's kind of funny. They have a cool dynamic. I think they're cool. I like them. I like them together. Yeah. I like Luke Cage by himself. His whole thing with Jessica Jones, their little daughter. That's cute. Yeah. Um, Daredevil was successful. Punisher was definitely successful first season. I don't know about the second season. Uh, second season. Second season, I didn't like. I think at that point, all the Netflix shows were starting to drop off because Disney was going illegal stuff. Yeah. So I think at that point, everybody was like, "Oh, we're probably not getting more of this." So why does it matter? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think the MCU is going in the right direction. I think it's gonna be good. Yeah, I just want Disney to take more risks. I wanna, I wanna see them put their budget to a rated R because it'd be pretty neat to see. I think that Disney, after seeing what just happened with James Gunn and the Suicide Squad and taking the risks that were taken, yeah. I'm sure they'll because the competition back and forth. I hope so, but it'll also be like a first time, so that's why I can see they're pretty hesitant on doing anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they probably won't ever take James Gunn for granted again. Yeah, I mean they fired him based on tweets, right? Yeah. I'm sure Guardians Three will be fantastic. That's all I'm excited because he always brings something new to the table. I think is he? So. Is he? Did they confirm him returning for yeah. Guardians Three? He's, he's coming back for Guardians. That's 3. sick. I'm glad. But uh, but yeah, I think that's. Is it all? got from marvel stuff that's all i wanted to talk about cool i'm starting to <laughs> that is gonna be the end of our episode i'm brandon i'm mark thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the culture canon podcast uh if you guys want feel free to follow us on twitter and uh yeah have a good follow night. us on twitter uh, uh and go listen to mark cp uh, in case i die <laughs>